श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाय गौर भक्त वृंद की गौर प्रेमानंद गुड इवनिंग एवरीवन गुड टू बी विद यू अगेन सम ऑफ यू नो योर फेसेस एंड सम पर्संस मीटिंग फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम वेरी ब्लेस्ड आई फील टू हैव योर गुड कंपनी एंड opportunity to discuss something about our tradition so i want to speak a little bit tonight and see where it takes us in terms of my short visit here 3 day visit something about the history of our sampradaya <clears throat> so we might Make, uh, can prove our conceptual um, orientation to a connection with it, and so forth. Sampradaya, of course, is a community, a lineage. Here it means spiritual lineage, and we are the members of and persons interested in, as may be the case, the uh, Gaudiya. Vaishnav Sampradaya. So he turned to the Chaitanya Charitamrita, very important text for us, um, and to the nineteenth chapter where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu begins to instruct Sri Rupa Goswami. There, uh, at the onset of the text. Vrindavan Das or Kusmi Krishna Das has uh, composed his own verse. You find this throughout the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Consists, as you know, mostly of the of, of Bengali and um, maybe about ten percent Sanskrit verses. Some of which are composed by Krishna Das himself, and some of which are borrowed from other um, great devotees at the at the time of the. Beginning, first generation, second or generation and a half of our great uh, tradition. Hmm. He was a great uh, scholar, Krishna Das Kaviraj. This is a Bengali work, as I say, primarily. Although there are some Sanskrit verses, which was the language of the intellectual um, and uh, religious community of the time, the, the, the thinking language of the time. <laughs> um he this uh though it's in bengali it's quite a work in 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 that he's taken the the sanskrit writings of the goswamis and turned them into the a uh, speaking language bengali and conveyed very high truths in simple bengali language he himself wrote books like gobindalilamrita kavya poetry um, all in sanskrit so he's very accomplished in that field it's not that he wasn't a great scholar he could only write in, in bengali but this is a, a greater act of scholasticism if you will and uh, and 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 uh, i like to think um of our prabhupad sometimes in this way that he um uh, spoke often very simply and um he people tend to 
like to speak about that which they're preoccupied with. But um, in order to address persons who could not be preoccupied at the level that he could hmm, with the, uh, uh, the topics of Krishna consciousness, he, he brought it down to another level. That's not to... That's to make him great, not less, when we say he simplified things and for broad distribution. This is a great contribution to do so. So something similar here we have in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita in the work of Krishnadas Kaviraj. And it's, it's for those reasons and, other, and, the, and, the, and the content, I mean, it's very um, um, kind of characteristic in a sense, as I think of it um, at the moment, of what Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur wanted to do much later in more modern times, a century past or so in our tradition, um, take the high ideas and try to circulate them amongst the, the general public as much as that takes a lot of mental absorption and spiritual life, whether it be any particular tradition that's ego-effacing, as Gaudiya Vaishnavism is and more really... Um, involves the absorption of the mind, if you will. So, um, in short, in other words, if we were to give out the beads and say, go out to western North Carolina and sit under a tree, you know, we have a community out there, and chant all day long and all night, you might not be able to be too, to absorb yourself as well or as readily, the thought was, of Bhaktisiddhanta, and he's certainly correct, as you might be trying to take these high ideals when somebody sees you with your neck beads and says, what are those? And then you go, oh God, where do I, where do I, where do I begin here? And then you have to try to uh, essentially present the teachings in a way that they may be digested, understood, and so forth. And this is very absorbing, so it's a form of dynamic form, if you will, of, of kirtan, which presides over the age as it's thought, hmm? Kali Yuga, Dharma. So we have a more ancient uh, form of this from what Bhaktisiddhanta was thought to have done as an innovator, if you will, to an extent in the form of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? And, and it's particularly so, I mean, it's not that others didn't write in Bengali and so forth, but very, he, 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 he really took the that this is that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as experienced by Rupa Goswami and explained by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami and very, very um, true to Rupa Goswami and uh, the other architects of the Sampradaya, Sanatan, Jeeva Goswami and Gopalbhata and so forth. Um, very sophisticated theology and, and philosophy we find here. So a great challenge and he's been very successful. Chaitanya Charitamrita is thought to be like the, the last word, if you will. The phrase has been coined of the the the, the, the what has become the, the shastra, the sacred texts of the Gaudias. This has um, been canonized, if you will, the text for us. It's it's for us. It is the, the as the works of Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami. They are pramana. They are evidence for within the group, within the sect, cite these, and, you, and your point has been well made if it uh, can be supported by such citations from the original text, which are texts then drawn from a greater body of sacred texts that 
other sects and lineages also accept. Ours is a particular interpretation, obviously, which is what makes it a lineage unto itself, a particular interpretation, a particular siddhanta, and uh, uh, out of which a particular bhavas will arise, feelings. These sampradayas are for different feelings and different angles of visions. So, our Gaudiya sampradaya here. I'll cite the verse for you. There's much to be said about it. It's very um, insightful, I think, on the part of Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, in that we find it a comparison. He says, introducing the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Rupa Goswami hmm, in the narrative. Chaitanya Charitamrita, as you know, is a narrative of the Leela of Krishna, and, and the philosophy is interspersed throughout. So this is a filler, rather philosophical section in a condensed form, what Rupa Goswami was envisioned by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami to have imparted to Rupa Goswami at Prayag, and who all these people are, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for those of you who may be unfamiliar with Rupa Goswami, we'll try to get to that. Um, so he says what? This is his Vrindabhaniyam Rasakeli Bhartam. Kalena luptam, nidashakti mukta, sancharja rupe, datanutpunasa, praburbido pragivaloka shishtim. He makes a comparison. He says, Brindaban, Brindabanim, rasakeli bartam. There are talks, bartam, about the, the play. Kele means play. Like Leela, same idea. You may be familiar with the term. Play. It's not work. Karma is is work, hard work, like labor. <laughs> Having taken, then we owe, so we have to work. Hmm? It's a different kind of movement, as I often say, in between the obligatory movement uh, uh, that uh, karma constitutes. If we take from the environment, we owe, and so it, this work is, action is perpetuated. There are reactions that accrue and so forth. And so we have to um, respond to them and so on and so forth. So uh, this is one type of movement. This is not a very useful movement. This is the kind of movement by which, in an effort to go forward, we actually go backwards. I've given a mathematical mathematical analogy of negative numbers. Hmm. This is the karmic... uh, Welcome, Rukmini. Welcome of um, implication, karmic life. So, from negative numbers to zero, zero has a positive content. Then, in comparison to negative numbers, this is the removal of the karma and the and the stillness, the peace that arises out of that. There's no agency hmm, for the jiva uh, to, in any practical sense, without an environment. Hmm. it's a unit of agency it has will in other words it's causal to an extent the jiva jiva I mean ourselves the atma hmm. but without an environment to move in relation to well, it's still so if we remove the material environment the karmic implications the jiva rests shanti 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 in peace but in that peace while it experiences its, its sat its chit its it's ananda, anu, 
particle in limited sense. It's it's enduring sense of being. It's it's luminosity. Satchit. It's ananda. It's bliss. It's loving capacity. Um, it experiences it kind of unto itself. We call it atmananda. Hmm? With a little help from above, brahmananda. Hmm? Atmagyan, brahmagyan. Hmm? As Bhaktivinoda Thakur explained, this is the, the, the limits that the jiva can experience without something else. What is that? Another environment. Another environment. So we have the maya shakti. Hmm? That's an environment. We have the jiva. Hmm? an agent, among other things. And we have sarup shakti, another environment, a spiritual environment. Tatasta, the jiva is called sometimes. It means it has a life relative to the environment that it interacts with. Hmm? So if it interacts with the material environment, it develops differences hmm? from other jivas which are superficial, likes and dislikes, happies and sads, goods and bads, and so forth. Hmm? If we remove that environment, all that, uh, those differences go away. We're still different from one another. We're still individuals, like individual atoms. We're uniform, but different, individual. But there's no in-between. There's, no, there's, there's material desires, there's spiritual desires. There's nothing in-between. And the desires come from the fact that the jiva has a capacity to desire. It's a unit of will, of agency. But in order to do so, as I say, it requires an environment. Material environment or a spiritual environment. So if we remove the material environment without ingress of the, of the spiritual environment, which we call bhakti, mm. the essence of, this, of Krishna's internal energy or sarup shakti, and this makes ingress into the jiva through the guru parampara, then there's a possibility for spiritual desires and spiritual personality. Of course, there's a, there's a world of difference between the material personality that arises from the material environment in conjunction with the jiva and the spiritual environment in conjunction with the jiva because the material environment is, is external. It's achit. It's not chit shakti. It's not cognizant. So It's... Uh, it's it's a bad uh, mix, like oil and water. They don't quite mix. But the Swarup Shakti is, is also chit. So it's also subjective, hmm? like like the jiva. So they can fuse together in a way hmm? that the jiva attains a personality and a life hmm? for Leela, Rasakeli. This is the subject here. Vrindabhaniyam hmm? hmm. Rasakeli Vartam. This verse says, the talks, Vartam, about Rasakeli. Keli means Leela, means play. Hmm. Rasa means hmm, a certain idea about the Absolute. Goswami's point us to the Upanishad, the Shuti, Rasovaye Saha. Brahman is rasa. Hmm? So for Brahman to be rasa, there have to be, somehow there has to be two, one and two. Hmm? 
I like to say, and I think it's it's a good example, if you will, that love requires that we become one with another and remain different at the same time. And we, whether it be in the political sphere, in the sphere of relationships, or any sphere, want and pursue unity and diversity, our own space, at the same time. Um, so, our position is, this is the self looking for itself. Hmm. This is a combination that is uh, uh, unity and diversity, kind of a oneness and a difference that interpenetrate one another. Hmm. And this is kind of the nature, if you will, of love in our own relative material experience. Hmm. The two become one, but they have to remain Two individuals at the same time may take your heart, exchange it for mine, but we're both there in a different way, obviously, in a very dynamic way, in a way that our differences of individuality do not get in the, do not obstruct the unity. Indeed, they enhance and beautify, um, decorate the unity. To use a musical example, one note is better than. Uh, you know, several people on the block practicing garage music or something like that, clashing with one another. But better than that is all the instruments in the world playing the same song. So many with horns and flutes and strings, same song with harmonies and so forth. So this is the idea of lila of rasa. This kind of dynamic idea of the absolute, not merely the cancellation of the 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 oppressive life under the influence of mind and, and senses, the attachment that is the that is the womb from which suffering is born. No, not simply to end that and be peaceful, but to do something in transcendence, to move in transcendence. Another kind of movement, movement out of, out of joy, not out of a perceived necessity, which is the karmic movement. I think I need something and I'll be more if I acquire it, so I'm off to pursue and by taking I owe and I become less. Being is not enhanced by having. This is a very, of course, basic point. We think that by having we will be but the more that our being is dependent upon having, the less meaningful we will be, hmm? the less enduring and substantial of an entity will be. Hmm? Having and being. No. So, so to give up having is to be. Hmm? This taking, another way of saying having, if you will, <laughs> it's a, this taking, hmm? a material acquisition, in the pursuit of being more, as I say, puts us in really in negative numbers. <clears throat> and so, if we stop taking, then we can be. This means that I mean, it's 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 to 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 attain sat, real being, that doesn't transform, it isn't here today and gone tomorrow. <coughs> requires some chit, some knowledge. Knowledge is, in a basic sense, that enduring life will not accrue from a life that's based on attachment to things that, that don't endure. Hmm? 
So the corollary of knowledge is detachment. So the school of Gyan, for example, school of knowledge in, in, in yoga circles, stops trying to have and they be. Knowledge will set you free. So you become free. Because that having, or if you will, the taking, involves owing. So there's no freedom in that. No matter how you take, you have to look over your shoulder. The best of thieves has to have some some ongoing anxiety. They may catch up with me at some point. And our lives are like this. There's, there's a constant anxiety on some level. This is the real genesis of it, where it comes from. We're attached to things. That's why you find Ghanis in India. Try to give them a new pair of shoes. They won't take it. Vairagis, tyagis, they won't do that. Because they know, well, someone will steal my shoes at some temple. And then I'll be upset. Yeah, so they, don't, they, don't, they don't want to start. <laughs> they don't want to start. Something like that. So they want to be, in a substantial sense, and be free. Hmm? With no obligations. Problem, of course, is we have some obligation. That's why we, we're in a condition of thinking that being derived from having. Hmm? How do we arrive at there? Unless there's something deficient in us. Hmm? Yes, we're consciousness. We don't need to have to be, but why do we think we need to have to be? Hmm? So a spark and the fire are one, and they're different too. You can't cook with a spark. You can't heat your house with a spark Hmm? alone. Hmm? With a fire you can, no? Reality is a fire. It has smoke. Hmm? It has sparks. It has heat and light. And it is a fire. It means it has the shadows, if you will, the smoke of of Maya Shakti. It has the sparks of the jiva. It has the heat and light that is the Sarup Shakti. Hmm? And it's a fire. Hmm? As I said before, God didn't make anything. We don't determine the position of God in relation to what he made, but how he deals with what is. So he didn't make a world in which there's evil. There's no issue there. Maya Shakti, the smoke, the Jiva Shakti, the spark, they're part of the fire. They're already there. How God deals with what's there determines his character. And we see he deals in relation to both these Shaktis appropriately. He deals in relation to the Maya Shakti with justice. If he overrides the justice of Maya Shakti, who comes for for payment, hmm? when we take from the environment, hmm? she comes to be paid back. Hmm? If he ignores her, hmm? he will not be just, and she will have no place. Hmm? So he has to be just and defer to karma. Hmm? And he also has to be merciful, and he cannot be merciful unless he's just, because mercy is an overriding of justice. Hmm? So he is. And the agency through which he is merciful, and very merciful, his Kripa Shakti, that is his devotees. Sri Rupa Goswami is the principal devotee 
in our sampradaya, through which this mercy has has been set in motion in, the, in an official kind of in, in a formal way, in a systematic way, in a sampradaya. That's what this verse is speaking about. Hmm? It says, Vrindavaniyam rasakeli vartam, the talks about rasakeli, rasa, keli, the play of rasa. Vrindavaniyam, in relation to Vrindavan. This is what our sampradaya is about. He's talking about our sampradaya. Our sampradaya is about this. Talks about the play of Krishna in Vrindavan, not anywhere else. You could say Bhagavatam also speaks about Krishna in Mathura, Krishna in Dwarka. It speaks about Narasimhadev and and uh, Ram Lila and so many others. It's very broad. These you have to understand. If you take a picture of the forest, then there will be a focus in the picture. The whole forest will be in their frame for context. But there's a focus on the picture. Maybe you take a picture of a flower in a forest, so the forest will be there. Hmm? But you have to look now, this is what the Sampradaya is about. You have to look at the focus of the picture. So, yes, other Leelas are talked about. For context, other types of bhakti are talked about, and other types of spiritual disciplines are talked about in the Gita, in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? This is all for context. And then the photo. That means this power sampradaya, it is focused in a particular way. Hmm? And so, in order that we we catch the focus, this is why we need to hear from Rupa Goswami. Hmm? Hmm? And Krishna Kaviras Goswami is pointing to that focus here, in a general way. In his text, he elsewhere, of course, he he he, he fine tunes that, but in a general way, Rasakili. Hmm? Vrindavaniyam, in relation to Vrindavan. Hmm? Again, not even Mathura, Dwarka. If we study carefully the texts, for example, of Rupa Goswami, let us take Vidagda Madhava, Alita Madhava, his, his famous dramas, hmm? where the, the Vrindavan Leela and the Dwarka Mathura Leela are played out. Hmm? These are... These are Commentaries, really, extended commentaries on the Bhagavat, hmm? where the mature Leela, for example, the Vrindavan Leela, the, the Dwarka Leela are, are described. Hmm. You can even say, hey, there's more chapters about the Dwarka Leela than any other Leela. <laughs> so we need, we need good, good guidance to focus. In these dramas, he shows, oh, the Dwarka Leela, properly understood, is showcasing the Vrindavan Leela. The mature, the, the, everything after the Rasa Lila, hmm? we have the Damodar Lila, we have the Agasur Lila and Denukasur Lila, we have Rasa Lila. These are three centers of the Bhagavat. Hmm? But Salya Rasa Center, excuse me, Sakya Rasa Center, Madhurya Rasa Center. Hmm? This is Sambandha Rup and Kamrup Bhakti, hmm? central to Vrindavan. Hmm? All leading up to the Raspanjajai, five chapters about Madhur Rasa, also showcasing, as I said, these supporting Rasas 
even the dasya. Why why no large section about dasya? Because the dasya bhakti of Vrindavan is also tinged with sakya. And that's when why when Prabhupada was asked, is everybody in all the Aracharyas in, in Manjari Bhabi said, down to Sakya. Hmm? One explanation. Uh, this is the Ahobhagyam Ahobhagyam Nandagopa Bhashokasham Yan Mitram Paramanandam Purna Brahma Sanhatanam As Brahma said, everybody here is the friend of Krishna. Hmm? So, Vatsalya Center, Sakya Rasa Center, Madhuya Rasa Center, this is the apex, the zenith. All building up to that, and then all the chapters afterwards, all properly understood, reflecting back on that. Hmm? So for this kind of reading, hmm, we need good guidance. Hmm? Hmm? We are members of the Sampradaya, or interested in the Sampradaya, but sometimes we get interested in the forest, not the focus of, the, of the, what the lens is focused on, what it's about, which is the window of opportunity where we can enter into that forest. Hmm? You see the, the picture and you think, I'll, I'd like to go up there on that mountain or I, I'd like to climb that tree. And, no, 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 no. Uh, you go here. This is where you can enter. This is the portal hmm? where you can enter. That's what parampara means. Hmm? Extending the opportunity. Hmm? And what they, who comes in that parampara, they, through their writing, through their persona, their bhajan, life, and so forth, hmm? properly understood. In time, as you go on with good guidance to understand these things, and you start to find a way. Hmm? Here's the opening. Hmm? And here's why that's the opening. And then you understand what is the significance of that opening. Oh, then you see how distracted I was, how wrong I was to be looking just over here in another part of the forest even. It's all part of the forest. It's all bhakti, hmm? even divrag bhakti. So, Vrindabhaniyam, in relation to Vrindabhan, Rasakili Bhartam, talks about this, he says, hmm? uh, this is the, is the center of our sampradaya. He says, Kalena Luptam, these talks have been lost. How are the talks lost? Hmm? Talks about Krishna. Bhagavatam has been there for thousands of years. Hmm? He's speaking now about an event 500 years ago, just just a generation or so, uh, or half a generation before him. Hmm? He's gonna. He says in this verse that that these topics about Krishna in Vrindavan hmm? they were lost. Hmm? How were they lost? They were out and about. Hmm? Bhagavatam was there. How were they lost? Hmm? They were lost. They were lost. They were lost. The essence of them was lost. What brings life to them? Hmm? Uh, you could. Uh, I remember when we were young, and we, we joined Prabhupada's mission. We would sometimes meet ethnic Hindus, and they would know about Krishna, hmm? of course. And we would think they don't know anything about Krishna. They know these stories, and of course, they didn't have any sambandagyan, hmm? any proper knowledge to put it in place. And there's Krishna, and there's Ganesh, and Shiva, and everybody's good. <laughs> don't criticize anybody, <laughs> and so forth. Um, so topics are there, but what is the 
essence of that Vrindavan Leela. This is Chaitanya Sampradaya is about. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we said centers of the Bhagavatam there in that Madhurya Ras center. This is where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was born. As you know, this is the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? What is that verse? Sukadev says that. No, no, that's the eleventh canto. No, what does Sukadev say? Napareham niravadhyasamdutam. Napareham. Krishna makes a statement to Gopis and Radhika that I cannot repay you for your love. He's very artful there because they tried to corner him and ask, what kind of lover are you? And find fault in him. And he answers very artfully, I'm not any of the types of lovers you've mentioned. The reason I've done what I've done is to showcase, to, to glorify your love. Oh, and they're so humbled by that. Oh, this is why he did that. This is why he left us. This is why he disappeared. Hmm? And I want to tell you, he says there, hmm? I want to tell you that every day, once a day, I should say, in the life of Brahma, once a day in the life of every Brahma, hmm, I will, this is how I will try to repay you for your love. Once... In a life, once in a once in a day of a life of Brahma, in every Brahma, hmm? I, I will I will become a sadhu, hmm? and I will make devotees for you. Hmm? I will turn people into servants of you, Gopikas. This is what I will do. I, I want to, your sadhuness is such that it is that I am indebted to it. Hmm? It is your own reward. So what can I give you? You have something higher than what I keep. I can only try to become a sadhu, hmm? like that, of you. Hmm? I can try to become a devotee of you. Hmm? Become, by becoming a devotee of you, I will make devotees for you, and this is why I will do once in every day of Brahma, forever and ever, once in every day of every Brahma, in every universe. And I know I won't be able to pay you, but this is my, this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. He arises at this point, and this is the high point of the whole uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm. So this idea, hmm, such a high idea. This, this is, this is how you find that out. Hmm. Who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? What, what, what is? This is how we really identify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with Krishna. Not from, I mean, I cited this verse, but I'm also giving an explana- a Godi explanation of it. The text doesn't say that in so many words, but that's the feeling of the text. This is the psychology of Krishna that the Godi people could understand. They could understand if he could see, if he, he's, a, he's a lover, he's a lover. And, and he's the king of love. He's Rasaraj. But now he's finding in the, ru- in the, in the realm of Rasa, there's something that he has no access to. His leela is, is, in, is imperfect. It's a failure. Hmm? What to do? They know his genius. Hmm? He, he, mother, he said, said that invention is the mother. What is it? Mother? 
Necessity is the mother of invention. So he makes an invention. He's very artful. Another Leela, so beautiful. And it's just a reverse. He reverses everything out. He becomes the Ashrayalam, the, the Ashrayalam, rather than the Vishayalam, rather than the object of love that he is in Krishna. He becomes the shelter of love. Hmm. So it's Krishna Leela, kind of in, like, like I said, like a reverse jacket. It's gold and black, but you turn it around, and the cuffs are gold, and the body's black, or vice versa. So this is Gaur Leela, Krishna Leela. Hmm. And they, the, the Gaudiya people, they, they, they really kind of plumb the depths of Krishna's psychology, and on the basis of that, they say, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must be Krishna. Yeah, you can cite this verse, Sumedasa, Krishna Varnam, Tisa, Krishna, that verse. They can be interpreted in different ways. We give good interpretations. They are, they're strong for evidence for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But the overriding evidence that the Godis provide, if you're a little thoughtful, you can appreciate it, is, is there, how could they understand the psychology of Krishna so well? They, they reason like this. Hmm. And if you play it out, yeah, this is, this is Krishna. They reasoned, as I've often said, in the Leela, in Gaur Leela, if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna, they would get a flash. And now it would be, he must be Krishna himself. Then they would reason, but if he's Krishna, where are his associates? Who even thinks like that? Hmm? This is Beda Bed. Hmm? Love of Krishna and Krishna. They're one, and if you can't have one without the other. You cannot have Krishna, Swayam Bhagavan, without Radha. Hmm? You can't have Vrindavan Krishna without his friends, without his parents. Hmm? So they thought, if he was Krishna, they would be here too. And of course, then they realized, they are, and we are them. And they thought, oh my God, we're in another Leela. This is extraordinary. What? And what is this Leela about? Where will it go? Hmm? It goes to us. Hmm? This is very extraordinary, how we are indebted to, uh, to the giver. Hmm? More than the gift. Hmm? Do you understand? If someone gives you a gift, hmm, then you think more about the giver than the gift. And every time you use the gift, people give me soap and I think, He's very nice. Mm-hmm. She gave me those socks. Okay. You think about the giver, their kindness, so forth. Hmm? The gift is secondary. This is, this is a revolutionary idea. That means the giver is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his Leela. Hmm? He's the giver. The gift is Krishna Leela. Hmm? The two are intertwined, <laughs> giver and gift. Hmm? But don't neglect Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela, therefore Prabhupada Nanda Saraswati makes a strong statement. More and you become attached to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the closer you come to the service of Radhika. Hmm? This is for sure. Hmm? He is Krishna. Look again. Hmm? Look at Krishna. Krishna is alone. Look again. Oh, there's someone standing next to him that's making him shine. That is Radha. Keep looking. Then the two become one. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And we are in the extension of this Leela. Hmm? 
more closely than anything else, than, than, than directly and Krishnally, that we are in the extension. We attribute the divinity, divinity to Krishna in a way that historians will think, well, you know, mythology is okay for some. Hmm? Krishna? Maybe there was a guy there. There's said to be some coins with pictures on one side of Balaram and the other side of Krishna from thousands of years ago. Some paintings in caves. Some, 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 something off the coast of Gujarat. Old fort maybe corresponds with some old text. They have a fair amount of evidences. They think there was a Krishna. They think. Hmm. But, is it the Krishna of the Bhagavatam? Lifting the Govardhan Hill and all these impossible things. This is just a story. Hmm? They're reasonable for thinking that in one sense. We appreciate it. Hmm? Our point is that, that, and Prabhupada used to make it, that many people saw Krishna, but only a few people could see him. Premanjana Churita Bhakti Bilochanena Yam Shama Sundaram it takes certain eyes to see Krishna. Hmm? You know, in Sridhar Maharshi's like to tell the story of, in, perhaps in Mahabharata, uh, of Duryodhana and Krishna in, in Hastinapur. Duryodhana wanted to get him on his side for the war. Hmm? And so he thought, uh, he was success, inst- unsuccessful, I guess, in getting him on his side, so he thought he'd tie him up. Then he wouldn't be able to assist the Pandavas. So he tried to tie up Krishna, and Krishna showed his universal form, so try to tie me up. Hmm? You don't have the love that Mother Yasoda had, so that's not happening. Hmm? Hmm? And he's everywhere. And Duryodhana is saying, he, Krishna, we're trying to tie him. He's showing an extraordinary form. And Dhritarashtra, the father, is blind. He says, let me see, Krishna, just for a moment, give me eyes so that I could see this spectacular form. Hmm? And Krishna said, see me without eyes. Hmm? Hmm. If I want you to see, you can see. It's not a, that dependent upon eyes. Hmm? 20-20 vision. That, you will not see me with 20-20 vision. Premanjana churita bhakti You have to put a certain salve on your eyes of brain. Then you'll see Krishna as he appears in the Bhagavatam, as he's spoken about. This is, this is, where, is he, where is this coming from? This is the Samadhi Bhasha, the language of trance, of Vyas, in his trance, where he went after, on the mandate of his Gurudev, Samadhi Nanusmrata Dviteshtitam, enter into trance, he said, enter into Samadhi, Nara told him. Then you will arise from that and give your final work the Bhagavat, Srimad Bhagavatam, Samadhi Bhasha. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what do you think? Is the same Krishna, Krishna, Coca Cola, Coca Cola? <laughs> you don't have. No one in the history of the religious world has, has, is, is, an exa- is a better example of ecstasy in love of God than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I mean, practically speaking, it's very practical. What's described by many, many authors, hmm? and of course, which is, a, which is the, very much the, uh, the um, speciality of Rupa Goswami 
and his contemporaries, the Goswamis, the nature of ecstasy, the, the what is bhava, what is bhava bas, the, the uh, chai bhava bas, uh, pratibimba uh, bhava bas, actual bhava, vibhavas, anubhavas, sattvika bhava, sanchari bhava. It's a whole, they're describing a whole world of ecstasy. That rasakeli, that movement, that leela, hmm? It's, it is a movement of ecstasy. We're moving out of agony hmm? in material life. Hmm? Moving out of agony and causing agony for others by our movement, by taking. Hmm? Movement, but then another kind of, you know, in between to be still, but more than that, to move out of ecstasy. Ecstasy can also cause movement. Hmm? How we'll show up in the sadhaka deha that would be very shocking. It would be frightening to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu drowning himself and others with his tears. Hmm? Shocking things. The things that Rupa Goswami said, there are other things I don't write about because it's so rare. Hmm? In some places in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Vrindavana said, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did that from all the pores of his body. He perspired blood in ecstasy, seeing over the shocking things. <gasps> Outside it is very shocking, but inside it is full of ananda. Such is the character, Krishna Premier Adbhutacharit, the wonderful character of Prem. It has to look like that. Hmm? You understand? Just like material life, it has to just look the opposite. It has to look good on the outside. Hmm. Otherwise, why you would go for it? <laughs> it's bad on the inside. Hmm. Like I've said, America, if it is the epitome of materialism in a crude sense, its contribution to the world is packaging. Hmm. <laughs> to make something look good, it's empty. Hmm. Hmm. So as this is true with material life, so the preem is the opposite. On the outside, it looks a little shocking. In even its culture, the culture of prem, a little shocking. You have to separate yourself from so many worldly things and pursuits, and people think, "What will you do? You don't eat this. What will you eat?" And so on and so forth. Even even on the beginning level, to speak in a full face of prem, as we find in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's shocking. But therefore. We have to hear from the right source to understand these things properly, find the desirability of that. Hmm? Hmm. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this is the center of the Krishna Leela. The deeper you go into Krishna Leela, suddenly you find yourself in Gaur Leela. Hmm? Hmm. And, and here, Chaitanya Mah- Krishna, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, has a certain mood. He's pursuing something. We serve him in that mood. Hmm? And the overflow of that is the dissemination, the distribution. Here it is said, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted that this Vrindavaniyam, Rasakeli Bhartam, these talks about Krishna, what they're really about, what power they have. Hmm? We see it in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We believe in Krishna because of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We don't, we think... Anybody that can chant this name, Krishna, and think about these things and have this kind of life, this kind of transformation, how much more real do you want Krishna to be? 
How much more, what more compelling example what do you need? What kind of evidence do you need? The evidence is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That hmm? hmm? as I say sometimes, love of Krishna. Krishna, God may be, you may dismiss, but the love of God is more difficult to dismiss. Hmm? It's right there before you. Hmm? It can ch- transform the lives of people. Hmm? Really, love of God transforms the world. God transforms the world. You either love him or you hate him, and you become famous. Those are the most famous people. They love God, your roomies, your uh, Jesuses, Chaitanya Mahaprabhus. Hmm? They love God, even the Buddha. Hmm? And and they're famous for thousands and thousands of years, and they're not going away. They are just not going away. Hmm. And then you have your Hitlers. They're not going away either. They'll be remembered forever. Hmm. Uh, a materialistic idea he, he held. A meanness. Hmm. A meanness towards others. That's not part of spiritual life. Hmm. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm. he is a historical person. 500 years ago, so many works about him by so many learned persons of the time. I'm speaking about the erudition of Krishnadas Kabirash. It's quite extraordinary. These were not common people of the time. Hmm? Very educated people, thoughtful people, and many of them witnesses writing about the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. These this should be shared with the public. Hmm? What is the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? how that has been analyzed by the Goswamis, how it's been located on the map of the greater body of the sacred texts, like the Bhagavad, the Upanishads, and so forth. And this is how Sampradaya is forming. Hmm? This is what Krishnadas is talking about here. The real, uh, essential truths about the tattva, if you will, the, about rasakilibhartam vrindabhaniyam, the talks about Krishna, hmm? the focus, as I said in my example of the of the picture of the forest, what it's about, what how it's it, it, the the uh, what opportunity is being offered is is available from such. This was lost to the world hmm? in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's estimation, hmm? and so nijashaktim ukta. Eager for this, eager to see that this would that would be shared with the world. Hmm? His own shakti, nija shakti, he gave his shakti, sanchaj rupe, he put it, infused it into the heart of Rupa Goswami. Hmm? So here Rupa Goswami now is mentioned, sanchaj rupe, viranot punasa. And, 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 he invested it in the heart of Rupa Goswami, his shakti, that these topics might be shared and understood properly, what opportunity they afford us, and a comparison is given. He did it how? How did he do it? Hmm? How did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu do that? It's similar to this, he says. What? Punasa. Hmm? Again, like, as previously, just similar to the way it was done by Krishna in ancient times. Hmm? When he infused Dene Brahmadadikavaye, in the heart of Brahma, in the heart of the Adikavi, the original poet, hmm? it's the first stanza of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? 
Krishna infused in the heart of Brahma, spiritual knowledge of all the Vedic truths. Hmm? So these are two beginnings. I said I wanted to speak a little bit of the history of our Sampradaya. Hmm? These are the two beginnings mentioned in one verse, and a beautiful comparison has been given. Hmm? Beginning one, Krishna spoke the Bhagavat to Brahma. Tene Brahma Adikabhye. Adikabhi means the original learned person. So, one translation means this the first verse of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? That in the heart, Hridai, Tene Brahma. Brahma means spiritual knowledge. And Brahma means Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the essence of, of spiritual knowledge. Bhagavatam describes itself as such. It says what? Idam Bhagavatam Nama Puranam Brahma Samitam. Hmm? It means this Bhagavatam is, is Brahma, means spiritual substance, spiritual truth, essential spiritual truths, Brahma Samitam. Hmm? And this Tene Brahma, this Brahma is infused in the heart of Brahma at the dawn of the other Brahma, the person Brahma, at the dawn of creation. Hmm? Right? It's very extraordinary. Infused in the heart of Brahma is, the, is Bhagavatam. Four slokas of Bhagavatam, Krishna speaks in answer to Brahma's questions. Four questions he asked. The essence of the of the text, all about himself, Krishna, who he is. He gave mantra. He gave some explanation of the mantra, the significance. It's recorded in the Bhagavatam. It's a very apt comparison. In fact, we can take the very first verse of the Bhagavatam, and and see that in speaking about the the original kind of the, the first beginning of our sampradaya, hmm? Krishna speaking to Brahma, we can apply the same verse to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna, speaking to Rupa Goswami, who's not Brahma, but he's Adi Kavi. Hmm? He's the original poet of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? Hmm? Verse, how does that verse go? Janmadi asayatahan bayadi tarata chaha arteshu abhigna soratene brahmardayadikavi ye muhyanti atsurayo tejo varimadam yatavinimayo yatratri sargo misha dhamna sena sada nirasta kuhakam satyam param dimahi janma adi adya janma adya yasya that uh, he gave birth, gave rise to, in the world, Adya. Adya means, hmm, generally means Adi, etc., birth, who gives rise to the world, its inception, it's, it's, it sustains it and destroys it, who's in charge of all this, this person, the Satyam Param, that we offer our obeisance to, and so forth. But here, hmm, to take it to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And speaking about him also, we find him there, in the very first verse. Janmadhyasya yata, adya yasya. Adya, Vishwanath Chakravitagwa says, oh, this verse, speaking about the adi rasa, mukya rasa, madurasa. That is itarata, that is, moves in two ways, in union and separation. Some bog and vipuram, but comes together, it departs. Like the ocean tides, high tide and low tide, high tide of union, 
low tide of separation, hmm? like the two banks of a, of, a, of a river, union and separation. The leela is flowing in this way. It's again, it's a moving affair. Brahman is moving. He's everywhere. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. And these are problems. Hmm? Yoga, Gyan wants omnipresence. Yoga wants omniscience. And we want unknowing, and we don't care where we live, where we are, as long as we're with our love. Our focus is Ananda. And then Vrindavan is portrayed like it's a no place. It's out back. The hidden place, deep in the forest. And there's not much knowing there, but so much Ananda. But a knowing and a loving existence is the best existence and the best kind of knowing also. Hmm? This is Vrindavan. That let us, verse says, let us meditate. Deyam sada. This also. Dimahi, same. I'm taking too many verses together, but in the first verse, and then the description of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the eleventh canto, Jayam Sada Dimahi, let us in unison meditate at all times, like when only can in the context of Kirtan with others at all times in all places, on the supreme, absolute truth, Abhigna, Itarata, who is who is directly and indirectly means who is Krishna and Radha. These are the two truths. The direct truth is Krishna. The indirect truth is Radha. Hmm? He, he is all-knowing hmm? and independent as a sannyasi. Swarat abhiknasuratene brahmahridayadikavya. And he infused in the heart hmm, of the Arikavi, Rupa Goswami, hmm, the truth of Srimad Bhagavatam. Tene Brahmahridaya Adikavi Muyanti Atsuraya. Muyanti and great persons like Saravoma Bhattacharya, who was, the, who was the biggest logician in all of Indian history, was bewildered by what happened, what Chaitanya Mahabhu was about. Tene Brahmahridaya he experienced Tejo means here that Sudipta in the most inflamed stage he experienced all the Satvika Bhavas millions of times multiplied together all at once you can't find this anywhere Tejo Varimadam examples are there tears the fire of the inflame in the form of tears, drenching, freedom, like being stunned like a mountain, like a, like a stone, couldn't move, hmm? passing out. Hmm? This way, hmm? this verse is very nice, today's tonight's verse. It speaks about, as I said, these two beginnings. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu speaking to Rupa Goswami is as much, if not more, the beginning of the Sampradaya as is Krishna speaking to Brahma, the four verses of the Bhagavatam. Hmm. What Brahma knew, something about Bhagavatam. He heard the verses of Bhagavatam, the four verses. He contemplated them. Hmm. Krishna offered him friendship. Hmm. He accepted his proposal. 
That's there in Bhagavatam. Later, Krishna showed him what that friendship's about. <laughs> in the Brahma Vimohan Leela, and Brahma said, it looks like an imposter. That's my guru, but he's not there with a Gyan Mudra giving blessings and mantras. He's eating something with food in his left hand and it's some you know, kind of rice and yogurt and not a sophisticated preparation. He's putting it in the mouths of his friends and they're taking things out of their mouths that they've tasted and putting it in his mouth. And, imposter. It looks like my guru, kind of. The gods have been deceived by him. They think that's his, he's somebody wonderful. But look at him. I'm Vidhi, Brahma. I live by the, you know, the, the rules of the Brahmins. I'm very cultured, sophisticated. This is an uncivilized person. And the gods have been bewildered by him. Thinking there's something special that he's done. Let me demonstrate for them and for myself, because I have some doubt. <laughs> I will steal his, his friends. I will steal his calves. Hmm? What Krishna showed him, you know, from Brahma Leela. He said, he said, you wanted to be my friend at the dawn of creation. See what it's about. See what my friends are like. See how I feel about them. Hmm? What am I feeling for them? Hmm? You can try to steal them. They never can be separated from me. Hmm? I know them so well that I can manifest myself, hmm? a form of myself that exactly resembles them such that their mothers and fathers cannot know the difference. Hmm? How well I know their hearts, every one of them. Sanatana hmm? Prabhu says, every cowherd boy feels Krishna loves me the most and every one of them is right. Hmm? This is Sakyarasa. In Madhurya Rasa, it's not like that. Krishna loves them all the most, but they don't know that. There's not that kind of vishvas, that kind of vishvamba, confidence that is so central to Sakyaras. Romantic love filled with doubts. That's beautiful too. Hmm? Does he love me? He never says. You never say you do. Hmm? And Krishna's there picking the clover. She loves me, she loves me not. What to do? Needs advice hmm? from certain friends and so forth. These are beautiful things. Hmm? So Brahma, yes, he was infused with the Vedic knowledge, but how well did he understand it? When it was fully manifest before him, the Vrindavanam, Vrindavaniam, Rasakili, these things central to Gaudiya Vaishnavism, he had to blink and look again, and then he saw the Aishvarya of Bhagavan, Krishna's two, Bhagavan Swayam, this point of Siddhanta. It's played out in this particular Leela. It's an important Leela, the Brahma Vimohan Leela. There it's shown. Krishna, the source of Narayan. Innumerable Narayans emanated from him. From Narayan, innumerable universes emanate. And Brahma saw from Krishna, innumerable Narayans are emanating. Hmm? So he got the tattva. This is the point. He got the diksha long time ago, a little bit of instruction. Now he needed further instruction. Hmm? And sometimes the Siksha Guru is a little unrecognizable. Hmm? <laughs> you understand? Oh, my guru. Someone said, there's a devotee in town, but she won't come to any talks because she already has a guru. I thought She thought, so, wouldn't be good to listen to another one. Hmm? So, you know, the problems are a problem with that kind of idea. This is not the, not the teaching of Rupa Goswami. Hmm? We become accustomed to hearing in a particular way and nurtured and so forth, and then suddenly we find it's coming over there. It's not supposed to be over there. 
or somebody told me he wasn't supposed to be with it, but, but I feel it. So how to recognize that? This, we can grow then. Hmm? And find, oh, Krishna has many ways of teaching. Hmm? How to recognize? Brahma couldn't, needed Siksha, but he couldn't recognize his Siksha Guru, Krishna. Now he was feeling in the full Sakyarasa. Hmm? You want to see Sakyarasa? He told Come and see. What is it? Breathtaking. Breathtaking. What they saw. What he saw. All he could do was speak beautiful, profound philosophy to to Krishna, just silent. You done? I've got more important things to do. But it's good. It's the basis. You understand the tattva. He got it. So he got this tattva from his Siksha Guru, Krishna, in another form, if you will. Not in the Gyan Mudra, but whatever that mudra is. <laughs> and holding the rice, and this is very beautiful. Hmm? This is very, very beautifully described. This, this picture of Krishna holding the fruit, rice, surrounded by the coward boys, this is a very, um, very s- central to this Sakyarasa. That's um, a focus. Hmm? Very, very beautiful. Um, it's brought up in Chaitanya Charitamrita also, hmm? as well. Uh, comparable in, in, in a different rasa to the, the what goes on in, in, in Madhurasa when Krishna's with every every coward girl at the same time sitting at that meal he's with every single one of them each one thinks Krishna's sitting right in front of me putting food in my mouth and I'm putting food in his mouth and I have full attention hmm? so Brahma got educated hmm, a little bit in the tattva now he's fully prepared to go the distance and into there hmm? Yeah. He got some help. Guru is one. It's the same Krishna. Appearing in different forms to teach us. If we learned well, then we can identify. A little different vocabulary, a little different form, some different emphasis, but that's the same thing. Prabhupada said, if I find a tree and a leaf that's fallen from that and I taste it, and then I find a leaf at a very distant place, not at the base of the tree where the leaves will fall. But I taste it and I taste the same. I know it's come from the same tree. Must be have been blowing in the wind. And the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Hmm? <laughs> be a little open-minded. <laughs> yeah, so, hmm. so, Brahma, this is the origin was enlightened by Krishna. And he's making a comparison here, Vrindavan does, in the same way, and I want to say, and more so, hmm? as Brahma is the Adi Kavi, the original learned person, who Brahma enlightened, Krishna enlightened within the heart. Hmm? Two things. First of all, Krishna enlightened Brahma in the heart. That means antardarshan. Krishna was not peering outside of, of Brahma, but inside his heart. Inside his heart, he met Krishna. He shook his hand. There's a world in there. There's a subjective world. <laughs> it's the real world. Hmm? This is only a facsimile out here, the objective world, with all its limitations. and hmm? All possibilities lie there. Inside his heart, he met Krishna. He spoke with Krishna. He shook his hand. He was enlightened. Hmm? There's a slight difference here. Rupa Goswami, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was sitting outside of his heart, right in front of him. Hmm? This is very extraordinary. 
If you study Brihat Bhagavatamrita, you can see, oh, this is a more profound condition. We think, appearing in the heart. You see, that's very big, yes, but appearing outside, when the whole outside world, when the subjective world, <laughs> we, we try to turn the... <laughs> We try to we try to verify the subjective world by objective evidence because we're so plugged into the objective world. This is our, we try to measure it and make sure it's really there, something like that. This is a folly, actually, foolishness. But we can find some points to help us. Those who are so crippled by that identification with the external world and faith in things that are here today and gone tomorrow, it's not wise. Hmm? The other end of the spectrum, we try to we try to bring objectify the spiritual. Hmm? This is one, this is adhyatmic perspective. From the adhidaivic perspective, we subjectify, subjectivize, subjectify the objective. It's just the opposite. Hmm? The great devotee looks and sees Krishna's footprints. And then you see, yeah, I guess, it could be. Hmm? But his bhava has, in his bhava he has seen, that becomes worshipable. Hmm? Turns the objective world into the subjective. It's a vision. We honor that vision that we that we think that he's seeing the whole thing. He's seeing the truth in a basic sense. The real world is the subjective world. The objective world is just a facsimile of that. So here, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, unlike Brahma speaking within the heart of or Krishna speaking in the heart of Brahma, he's, that same Krishna as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sitting outside, it's more profound. Hmm? And everybody could see, of course, there were a few there. Balaba was there. Hmm? Anupam, brother, Rupa. Hmm? This is a setting in Prayag that will be next described as the text goes on. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this is a difference. He was sitting outside, he spoke to him. That means Rupa Goswami's so-called material body is fully spiritual. That means he's in the, this is a Gore Leela. This is another Leela. It's manifesting in the world. And all the wonderful things that are described, Krishnadas Kaviraj, we were discussing last week on Govardhan Leela, we discussed twice how Mahaprabhu cited a verse in glorification of Govardhan, both in Madhi Leela and Nanti Leela. In Nanti Leela, it's very, very deep there. There you find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tasted Manjari Bhav to show this is the way, that the fullness of what I came to experience, Jivas could experience also. Hmm. He experienced in his own way, but he showed for a moment. This is, this, is what, this is what he taught Rupa Goswami. There, shocking things are said about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And as he prefaces his explanation, his narrative, what does Krishna say? He said, some people don't believe in these things, but I believe in them completely. Completely, he said. We don't want to hang on to his his lotus feet, Krishna Vaskapirajvasami. I believe in them completely. And now I write about them. Read at your own risk is the idea. What may happen to you? Hmm? Brahma knew something. He got enlightened by Krishna. He was digesting that. Further he got siksha and so forth. Internally, then he saw him externally. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Rupa Goswami, Rupa Goswami is, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was sitting outside speaking to him and what 
Chait, what is what is what is the position of Rupa Goswami as Adi Kavi? Brahma's Adi Kavi, Rupa Goswami's Adi Kavi. They are different. Hmm? Hmm? They are both Kavis, learned persons, poets. Hmm? They are both original. Hmm? That Brahma's originally heard from Krishna, and Rupa Goswami originally heard from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Krishna, hmm? just five hundred years ago or so. Hmm? But who he was, the extent to which he could be told. That Rasalila, Rasakili Vartam, Vrindabaniyam, hmm? the essence, the essence of the Bhagavat he shared with Rupa Goswami. Hmm? And it comes out then in so many books of, of, of Rupa Goswami and his contemporaries, Sanatana, his elder, Jiva, his disciple, Raghunathas, and so forth, hmm? Gopal Bhatta, what they have churned out of the Bhagavatam. Brahma couldn't do that. <laughs> Brahma couldn't do that. They are, uh, they are the supreme kavis. Hmm? Uh, the, what, what they, they, they have come from the leela of Krishna, hmm? the center of the leela. Brahma's coming, an outsider coming in. They are insiders coming out, hmm? coming out with, with a, in the form of the blessing of the Chaitanya Sampradaya. And, and here is the principal instrument of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? in one sense. Rupa Goswami, in terms of formally founding the Sampradaya. Hmm? There are the beginnings, of course. Bhaja Gauranga, Kaha Gauranga, Laha Gauranga, Namare, Yejana Gauranga, Bhaja, Sayamat Pranre. Who said that? We want to hold on to that person. Hmm? There's another beginning. Nityananda Prabhu, before Rupa Goswami was enlightened, before he wrote all his books, here it says he was infused in his heart Mahaprabhu's own shakti that he could write all the books and take what is the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like a great waterfall that you have to stand back from and turn it into a lake that you can approach, drink from, bathe in, swim in, take advantage of. This is what, this is what Rupa Goswami has done. Extraordinary. But before all this, we have a very outspoken, bold person in the form of Nitai Chand in Bengal. Bajagauranga Kaha, he, he, how bold is he? Krishna Chaitanya told him, Baja Krishna, Kaha Krishna, speak about Krishna, worship Krishna, chant Krishna's name, Laha Krishna Nam. Hmm? What did Nityananda Prabhu say? Hmm? Krishna's time has come and gone. <laughs> Bajagauranga Kaha Gauranga, Laha Gauranga Namare, Yejana Gauranga Bhaje. Say Amar Prana. He said two things. I say worship Goranga, chant Goranga's name, give Goranga's teachings, and I say teaching, and I say one other thing. Whoever does this, they purchase me. You want to be purchased by him. <laughs> you want him on your side, such a big person. He is big. Big. Rupa Goswami big in another way. He is Shakti Tattva. Balaram, Nitairam, Nitinandaram. He is he is Big. You don't get. It doesn't get bigger than that. You have to go to Krishna. <laughs> he is a big person, and he's bigger than Krishna. <laughs> he's an older brother, Dauji, and in an assisting role. And wow, such with such power, so boldly he he began the sampradaya. And his friends, they just went with him. Do it. They began initiating all his gopals. Do it. Worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? They began the sump. There's another beginning. Hmm? This here is the this is the speaking about 
the formal beginning. Hmm? And infusing in the heart of Rupa Goswami that all these teachings might come out in a systematic way. Hmm? If we had the good fortune, when, and we did in a sense, hmm, of associating with Nityananda Prabhu, hmm, then we could just, just on the strength of his enthusiasm, we just go for it. What am I referring to, of course? We're getting ahead of ourselves in the history. I want to go over for it a few days, but come to the modern history, we find Mishnupadji, Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami, Prabhupada, big infusion of Nityananda Shakti, the power of Nityananda in him. And we didn't know any philosophy, we just went with him. It just sounded, he was just very compelling. Very compelling, like Nityananda. They should chant, and if they don't, then we will we will do something with them. It was very, very strong, very enthusiastic, and he gave philosophy, of course, so many books. But we have to come to that and analyze his position also accurately. Broad campaign, deep as I began, very high, but brought down himself from where he's preoccupied. To, to do a wide campaign. He moved like this by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Moved like this, as Nityananda Prabhu was, with a general campaign. Nityananda Prabhu was not giving real fine, precise, fine-tuned theology. Hmm? Now, Prabhupada, of course, wrote books like Nityananda Prabhu didn't, but and we're not taking anything away from but we want to glorify him also, but accurately exactly what his contribution was, how he wrote about Gaudiya Vaishnavism, why he wrote about it the way he did. All these things are important for us to know. We can know our family. We're going today, tonight, briefly just into the person of Rupa Goswami. I've gone for a moment into Nityananda Prabhu. These are, in two different ways, founders of the Sampradaya. But uh, Rupa Goswami and his associates, the famous six Goswamis of Murdabha, these are our Shastra gurus. <laughs> You have to have a relationship with these people. Hmm? You have to understand Guru Parampara gives you a connection with all these people. These people have to become a very important to you. These are, If you want to know Krishna, chant his name, Krishna Nam. You will become acquainted with Krishna Rupa, Krishna's form, hmm? Krishna's qualities, Guna. And what else? What did you say? That's right, Parikar. We say Leela, but Leela, properly understood, includes Krishna's associates, who he's playing with. You have to become attached to them, to like them, to have love for them. Hmm? Not that we start the Sampradaya again and forget everybody in the past and what they said is irrelevant. Now we go on from here in some way and make our guru beginning of the of the of a sampradaya no we have a history a long history we have a founder in Sarva Sambadini Jiva Goswami writes the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the is the presiding deity founder of his own lineage his own community of lineages he's the founder he is Krishna in his Acharya Leela you understand He's acting as acharya, as a devotee, teaching achar by his example. Didn't write much, but oh, he asked, he infused that all in Rupa Goswami and his contemporaries, and they wrote, he churned that 
that teaching into so many literatures to help educate us. And so this, we have to become familiar with this. All books after this are all reflecting back on the work of the Goswamis. Prabhupada taught us his own works will have value and credibility, spiritually speaking, as much as they conform with the predecessor's writings. Hmm? These are the seminal teachings. These, this, is, this is what this, what Rupa Goswami did, for example, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. There's no book like this in the world. Hmm? Nard Bhakti Sutras, he defers to that, of course. He defers to Nard Bhakti Sutras for his own definition of Bhakti Anyabhilashita Sunyam from Nard's verse. What is his verse? Sarvopati Vanir Muktam Tatparatvena Nirmalam. But his book, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, this is Nard would be, Nard gives pranam to that book, such a treatise on the nature of bhakti. Hmm? Bhakti Rasa, very, it's an extraordinary contribution to the community, to the world. Hmm? Prabhupada, for example, wrote Nectar of Devotion. It is a summary study of a book. Don't think that because he wrote the summary study, therefore no one should read the book. This, this doesn't make any sense. Hmm? If you find someone thinking like that, you try to help them. <laughs> no, I mean, summary study. Prabhupada wrote a summary study because he's running all over the world hmm, and forming temples and doing his broad distribution as he did, and answering letters. And uh, uh, There's volumes and volumes of his letters that he wrote just to correspond with his disciples and so forth. So... It's a tome, Bhakti Rasamrita Sinu. We've got to get the handbook, he said, of Krishna consciousness. I will do it in a summary study here. It doesn't mean it, that, that Bhakti Rasamrita Sinu is now irrelevant, now that we have a, a summary study of nectar devotion. No, that should give, create interest in you in the original text. And if it becomes available in your language, you go and, and, and learn it, study it, bathe in it, it, it can be... Familiar with the person of Rupa Goswami, I mean, the commentaries of Jiva Goswami, his disciple, later Vishwanath Chakravarti talked, very useful for us. This is part, this is what your guru has given you. you have, he gives you the, I say sometimes, it's worth repeating it, if you, if you, if you have one guru, you have many gurus. If you don't want to have one guru in the name of having many gurus, then you will have no guru. We have one real guru, then you will feel, I'm connected with the whole, all these gurus. They're all, I have connection with them. I can, I've been introduced to them. Now I have real access to them. This is not like jumping over. We're not diminishing the person who's given. We, we appreciate that. We know what he's given, though. Hmm? So we have a long lineage. Here the founder, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Rupa Goswami. Hmm? These are the foundational texts. The whole Sampradaya is built on the work of Rupa Goswami and his contemporaries having been, having been infused with this knowledge in the heart by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Obviously, as I said, sitting before him but infusing it in his heart. So it's very important that we uh, um, understand that. There's, I know there's a fair amount of what I would call confusion about, about that that doesn't allow us to take advantage of a, of a of, of all the help that you need, and we need all the help that we can get, and so much is there. Hundreds of years of lineages of, of commentary and teaching and so forth, 
um, to be connected with this, understand the contributions accurately. And, and who is Rupa Goswami? Very extraordinary person. But his contribution was particular also. He wrote in a particular way. He focused on the Abhideya Tattva. Sanatana Goswami focused on the Sambandha Gyanu, for example, in Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Raghunathas Goswami focused on the Prayojan. So different gurus, Nityananda Prabhu had his own focus. These are all important. So different acharyas would be moved in different ways. It's not that one does everything and nothing else to do and nobody else to listen to and and for all time, you know, thereafter. This is not the history of the Sampradaya. This is a complete distortion of the history. And it's a kind of an, a kind of an, an emotionalism that uh, unfortunately um, leaves much important teaching and philosophy out and then it doesn't end up in a sharing affair at all. Hmm? It ends up in a very kind of um, insular and uh, sectarian um, approach to something that is that is by its very nature not insular. I mean, it's insular in the sense that the more inward you go, the more outward it goes, the more it share, you share it. Hmm? The more you have it, the more you can share it and you can be happy to find other people finding it in, in different shapes and forms as it comes. Hmm? So we look at the Sampradaya in history, we find different acharyas have different contributions. All of them are unlimitedly important. Hmm? Hmm. And it's important for us to be acquainted with all of them to some extent. Hmm? If start to, in, in a sense, develop a relationship with them. Oh, who is Baladeva Jibhusan? What did he do? What is Bhakti Vinod? What did he do? Hmm? And he didn't do everything. And he could have. Prabhupada was asked, Bhakti Vinod said, I left the world, my work, I'm leaving the world, my work undone. And Prabhupada was asked, what did he mean? He said, oh, he could have done everything. But it was his kindness, he left some service for us to do also. Hmm? So it's not all done, and we do have something to do. Hmm? You can't get off the hook there. <laughs> you have something to do. Hmm? And you have three choices. Yeah. Either become somebody who's doing it, assist somebody that's doing it, or get out of the way. <laughs> Any question? Just a few, just a few thoughts. <laughs> yes? So before you cited Jiva Goswami, uh, it seems like the title, Samstapakacharya, could be given to Mahaprabhu, uh, Rupa Goswami, or Nityananda Prabhu. You're saying that if Mahaprabhu holds that title exclusively. We don't, uh, Samstapakacharya, I don't think that title is used anywhere in the Gaudiya literature. I think it comes from somewhere else. I know what it means, literally, but it's not something we find anywhere in any Gaudiya text, so why should we use the term? Samstapakacharya. Founder Acharya. Prabhupada was a founder Acharya of what? It's said right here. Founder Acharya of Iskon. That's what he founded. And he was the Acharya of that, of course. In a larger way, yes. 
Chaitanya Mahaprabhu founded the Gaudiya Sampradaya. It's his own Sampradaya. Hmm? And then he gave the teaching to Rupa Goswami, who became the teacher, principal teacher. And then there are so many teachers. That's why we say sometimes we are Rupanugas, we follow Rupa Goswami. Hmm? You follow? So, but we don't we don't use the term really. It's not a. I don't know where it comes from. Maybe it's somebody in the Ramanuja Sampradaya or something uses the term. We don't. You know, you can, and in the modern times, yes, Bhakti Siddhanta was considered himself the founder and the acharya. I mean, it's just practical of his mission. Sridhar Maharaj called himself the founder acharya of Shuchitana Saraswati Mat. Keshav Maharaj called himself the founder acharya of uh, Gaudiya Vedanta Samiti. Probably called himself the founder acharya of Iskand. That's, that's what they were. And those are not small things. Hmm. But in the way, if you will, maybe this is a question you're asking, what, in the way in which the, 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 the Sri Sampradaya coming from Lakshmi, we have the Brahma Sampradaya, Krishna spoke to Brahma. Hmm? Lakshmi Sampradaya, the Kumara Sampradaya, and the Rudra Sampradaya, Shiva Sampradaya, these are all Vaishnava Sampradayas. Brahma, Shiva, Kumaras, Lakshmi. And then they have modern day, if you will, although they're thousands of years old, persons who systematized the, the teachings as they were passed down in the in the texts. Hmm? Um, for example, the Sri Sampradaya, we have Ramanuja. So he took that and systematized the whole system of Vedanta, Vishishta Dvaita, so we call him, you could call him the, the founder of, of the uh, Sri Sampradaya in modern times. And then you have Vishnu Swami in the Rudra Sampradaya. You have the um, Nimbarka in the Kumar Sampradaya. In the Brahma Sampradaya, you have Madhva. That's how it's thought. When then it comes along Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Madhva Sampradaya, some new light is infused in there. And so if you want to make a comparison, then yes, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would be the person that you would put in that place of Ramanuja, Madhva, uh, Nimbarka. Therefore, Rupa Goswami said, the founder of his own, the deity presiding over his own, his own sampradaya. Hmm. It's Krishna. We say the Brahma sampradaya. He received it from Krishna. Krishna's coming again. So this is its, its beginnings there. What else? Yes. How Lord nourished the pastimes of three internal reasons? How how how? Lord how Nityananda Prabhu assisted Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in realizing his ideal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. What Nityananda Prabhu is mostly in, in, in involved in in Gaudi Sampradaya is, is glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm-hmm. 
drawing attention to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from the common people. Hmm? This is how, particularly how he was commissioned by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has his own sentiment hmm, in Sakirasa. Hmm? But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come to taste of the, the, the bhava of Radha. Hmm? And, and in the context of that, distribute Raghavakti to others. Nityanandapur hmm. was mainly involved in helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu distribute Raghavakti. So when we find, for example, the Avesha of Nityananda in, in, in Prabhupada, he's mostly distributing this to the people. Hmm. Distributing what is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about, glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, putting him in the center. Hmm. But Nityanandapur was not directly involved in helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu experience Madhya Rasa like Ramananda Roy or Sarup Damodar, Gadadhar Pandit, although he's a little also indirect for, for different theological reasons. Hmm. Therefore, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to, to become very internal, Chaitanya Prabhu was sent to Bengal the distribution. The parallel of this in Krishna Leela, of course, is that how is Balaram involved in helping Krishna in his pastimes with Radha? That's what you're asking, in a sense, right? So we think, oh, he's not involved at all. Hmm? But that would be a misunderstanding. Hmm? Because Balaram is the the Mariyata Purusha in Krishna's life, the person in Krishna's life who who looks over, makes sure he's behaving properly, because Meliasoda can't keep her eye on him all the time, but he's never separate from Balaram unless it's a secret, hmm? right? Um, but Balaram knows that secret hmm? of Krishna's rendezvous with gopis. He knows that. He's watching over Krishna. If he, if Krishna does something wrong, does he report it to Mother Yasoda? Yes, he does. Hmm. Krishna's eating dirt. He reported it. Hmm. So he's taking care of Krishna. He's watching out. He's making sure he behaves himself properly. Hmm. He knows about Krishna's rendezvous with Radha. Why doesn't he report him? You understand? This is not proper behavior. <laughs> he doesn't report that. Hmm. He gets out of the way that that may happen. Hmm? He wants that to happen. He knows, I'm the elder brother, so if I'm there, then she will be timid and she will not be have the capacity to uh, uh, express herself fully. So he stays out of the way. But you get, staying out of the way is making it all possible. Hmm? Also, how we find that in Chaitanya Charita, in, in Chaitanya we would not have Chaitanya Charitamrita if it weren't for Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? He sent Krishna Kaviraj Goswami to Vrindavan. He commissioned him, said, you go to Vrindavan, there you will find your mission in life. And it became the right to Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? Chaitanya Bhagwat. We would not have Chaitanya Bhagwat, the work of Vrindavan Das, the other principal work about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, born for Nityananda Prabhu. Vrindavan Das said, in my heart, Nityananda Prabhu appeared and told me to write this book. Hmm? So he's making what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about available to the world, giving the focus 
t- telling everyone, pay attention to him. He's this is his bhav, you see. Hmm? He's like the guru. Hmm? So he's always pointing to Krishna. Akanda Guru Tattva, Nityananda Prabhu, always pointing to him. Hmm? So in Gorlila he's assisting like this. And and when he saw, therefore, in Narathiyatra, when he saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu take the form of Radha, and Jagannath fainted, hmm? and the, the cart stopped, no one could move it. Krishna says, and Nityananda Prabhu, seeing this from a distance, he did his Dandavat Pranam to, to Radha. Hmm? So by the law of rasa, he's not directly involved, but indirectly, he's doing everything to support Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's leela, make it grow, He's facilitating Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm. um, in his, uh, largely in his preaching efforts and so forth. And then he has his own sentiment. Hmm. Now we don't find in the Sakiras of Nityananda Prabhu the full measure of Sakiras in that it has four basic divisions. Hmm. Sakya, uh, Plain Sakya, Priya Sakya, Surit Sakya, Priyanarma Sakya. We find the first three. Because in Balaram's constitution, his Sakya is Sankul, so it's mixed with Dasya and Vatsalya. That's why he's the Mariyata Purusha. He's Vatsalya. He's looking out over his younger brother. Hmm? And Dasya is also in him. So sometimes he acknowledges Krishna as the, as the great God, as he did in the end of Brahma Vimohan Lila. When he said, oh, what is the mystic power of Krishna? Something's going on here. Uh, why these cows are so attracted to their, to their, to their calves and so forth. Anyway, so, so, but in the Sakirasa, there's also a, um, that, that Balaram is central to, hmm? There's also the, some friends of Krishna who are involved in his romantic life. So, so the dispensation of Balaram, he comes, Nityananda Prabhu, along with his associates. So you have Dwarasa Gopal. They began the Sampradaya. They began initiating before any books and so forth. That's the history of Sampradaya. Like Goridas Pandit and so forth. But amongst these twelve, Balaram is very central to the Sakuras, but amongst these twelve, some are Priyanarma Sakas. That means they have more affection for Krishna than for Balaram, and they're involved in, in Krishna's romantic life. Hmm. So you take, for example, the whole 15th chapter of the 10th candle of Bhagavatam, Denikasur, where the whole Sakirasa Poganda Apikishore is described in, in kind of a summary. The first part is all Krishna glorifying Balaram in the forest. Oh, you come into the forest and it's so pleased to receive you. You're everything, and so on. He's glorifying him. He's doing all this. Do you understand it properly? He's doing all this to get all the cowards' attention on Balaram. So then he can say, so, that said, I've got something to do. I'm just a little tired now. Because maybe, Subala, you come with me. We'll go to a cave near Govardhan. We're going to take a little rest. And we'll be back. All you stay here with Balaram. Balaram said, he's assisting this. Yes, I will take all them, and you go with your Priyanarma friends, go to Radhakund. 
I know where you're going, and I'm assisting in that way. I'm allowing that to happen. You can't go with the whole crowd, and they are not all privy to that or privy to that, but don't don't participate in it. So you go with certain friends; they go, and those friends, that in that sense, that sakiras, the day, and they also they're very attached to Balaram. Those boys, those cowherds. So this way, he also assists. That help something. That is another subject. Hmm? That is another subject. That means you asked about Balaram. You did not ask about um, uh, what is her name, Anangamanjari. Hmm? You did not ask about the Shakti of Balaram, Shakti Tattva. You asked about Balaram, Nityananda Prabhu. You didn't ask about Anangamanjari. Yes, <laughs> that's a different thing. Hmm? Anangamanjari is a prominent role in in uh, in the romantic life of, of Radha and Krishna. That's true, but it's not. It's a little bit of a blurring of the topic. Hmm? Hmm? Yes. It's. I've been trying to understand the importance of grasping parampara in relation to sampradaya because parampara is the heart, it seems, of sampradaya. Yet, when you're just starting out in Christian consciousness, it's very easy to want to focus on just your guru or finding your one guru. And, ah, you know, they make your world and then you feel secure and then everything's great, seemingly. But then you become insulated and meet a lot of people on a entry level platform and then they don't they're not developing that love for all these other wonderful Vaishnavas that are out there. It's not coming so naturally because they're so focused on interpreting and protecting whatever, you know, they're you know, they've gotten, this treasure that they feel they've gotten. And it seems like it extends out, you know, when that that naive mentality, you know, propagates and people get older and, and institutions grow and everything, that it can insulate the larger body and still prevent people from seeing that, hey, wow, in the context of everything else, everyone's serving Krishna. And when you start to, you're started speaking here today, explaining how the branches were all there. It's all coming from Gorlila, and that's such a beautiful thing. And yet we're in one branch down here following Rupa Goswami and, and the six Goswamis. And that's so treasurable to us. And yet all these other Vaishnavas sprouted in other ways, and they're not necessarily against us. They're definitely bona fide in their own way, but, but we have our own thing that we're attracted to that we're developing. And it seems like if we're going to enter and appreciate Gorlila, we also need to appreciate that manifestation that's flowing from there as well. And then feel it here amongst ourselves and know we're separate, but we're, we're one also. Well, well, Chaitanya Sampradaya is, is, is very full of appreciation of all types of uh, Vaishnavas and sentiments. That's why I say they, you know, they, the picture of the forest, if you will, that I gave an, an example of, and by analogy, it, in, you take Bhaktivedanta Sindhu, the whole of Vaidhi Bhakti is described there. Vrindav Krishnadas, after making his long argument that, that Krishna is the source of Narayan, 
and that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the same Krishna, at the end of the chapter he says, but some people want to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as an expansion of Shirdakshai Vishnu, and that's not wrong either. That's also, it could be seen like that. It's not the most flattering, but but we accept it. So he's speaking about another Sampradaya, hmm? Ramanuja Sampradaya, that, that best they will see. Oh, because they have a different perspective. The Vaikuntha perspective, we honor it. The problem from the Vaikuntha Bhaktas point of view is they don't know about our perspective. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it, it, it's, 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 we can accommodate the Vaikuntha perspective. It's difficult, it's more difficult for them to accommodate our perspective. Hmm? Because it has Narayan doing things that he just doesn't do. Hmm? He does not like that, uh, especially dear Lalita Krishna. He's you know controlled by Radha. Hmm? Lakshmi not like that, so it's hard for them, harder for them to appreciate in, in in one sense. We don't want to disturb their bhava, but in Gaudiya Sampradaya we appreciate all, all these. I mean, it's not like um, if Narada comes to Vrindavan, the gopis say, "Hey, you know." You're a Vaidhi Bhakta. Who are you? We're we're Rag Bhaktas. They're paying their obeisances to to him and appreciating and so forth. So it's very central to Gaudi Sampradaya. If you look at the history and so forth, and, 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 and Rupa Goswami, Jiva Goswami, in his work is including insights of Sridhar Swami and Madhva and and Ramanuja. He calls them all Brita Vaishnavas, senior Vaishnavas, old senior Vaishnavas from different traditions. He draws parts from their teaching and so forth and so on. So Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur in his in Mayapur he has the deities of all the four Ramanuja, Madhva, Nimbarka, Rud, uh, Vishnu Swami in his temple and so forth. So it's very much um, like that. You find in Rupa Goswami's book Bhaktura Samrita Sindhu twice he glorifies the Balabha Sampradaya. Hmm? He says, and they're like us, similar to us, a little different, but they call it this. They call it Mariata, they call it Pushti. We call it Vaidhi and Rag. Hmm? So he, he, there's, a, there's a fair amount of that. It's, it's, uh, it's sectarian in a healthy way. Hmm? You know, it's my sect, but it's a very broad sect. It has the luxury of, 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 of being such because arguably it's, it's, it's talking, it can be inclusive because it's where it, it, if it's the highest reach, then it can be inclusive. That's a, so the fact that we are inclusive is some way evidence of, of that what we are focused on by our the grace of our teachers is the highest reach of transcendence. What, what's what's possible hmm? to achieve that affords us the ability to be uh, appreciative of everything else. If that's not within your scope, then. And your highest point is here. It's hard to appreciate something that's so-called up here. Hmm. I mean, uh, and within Gaudiya Vaishnavism, we do the same thing. So, while we say, "Okay, Madhuras is the highest reach," and then and and Sakiras, Batsaliras, we we differentiate. So, within our own sect, we make we have a gradation, and we see a larger gradation as well in, a, in the bigger circle. But um, even even if you want to merge with Brahman, you know, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I mean, I could, I might. <laughs> I mean, but but uh, you know, from our perspective, and it's true, 
In order to attain anything, you need devotion. There we're speaking only about some, like, at best, sattviki form of bhakti. That's the idea. Like you take varnashram. Okay, we don't, we don't do varnashram. That's not our dharma. We, we're doing prema dharma. But we say that without bhakti, varnashram won't be successful. It's very practical, in other words. Varnashram has no, practically no devotion in it. There is no devotion in Varnashram in a sense because it's, it's, the whole thing is based on I will do this and I will get that. So as much as you're giving is, is preoccupied with getting, then you're not giving, right? So it's not really giving. It's very calculated and it's, it's, if I follow this rule and do this yogi and like this, then I will go to heaven or I will get a good son or whatever it is. This is what Varnashram is all about. But, but in the context of the whole Varnashram, there is, Vishnu is one of the gods. Varnashram is polytheistic. Hmm? Bhakti is exclusive devotion focused on Krishna. Ma may come. Hmm? But in Varnashram, because it's polytheistic, Vishnu is also there. Hmm? And though you may do business with Vishnu like you do with Indra or Chandra or Asuri or whatever, there's a difference. And that is, if you do business with Krishna, with Vishnu, for example, you offer a sacrifice for Vishnu, you chant the name of Vishnu, you are doing Sarup Siddha Bhakti. That's a kind of bhakti that without even knowing you're doing it or feeling it or caring about it, you get results of bhakti. Hmm? It's very extraordinary. It's like fire. If you touch it, you get burned. It doesn't matter. So they're shravanam, kirtanam, smaranam, these kinds of bhakti. Therefore, they're examples. Jiva Goswami gives, for example, in Bhakti Sandarbha, the mouse. You know, the mouse went in, was stealing, was eating the ghee wicks hmm? on the altar. Rat. So he went in and the ghee wick was burning because it's, you know, it's lit to burn all night and he's eating it and it got stuck on his nose. The gigwick got stuck on his nose. He wanted to get rid of it, so he's going like this. <laughs> in front of the deity. Hmm? That's archanum, so. He's offering arti. He went to Vaikuntha. Hmm? This idea. So, <laughs> so the, without the, you know, the proper motive or anything, the, certain forms of bhakti have such power. Hmm? And so this also in Varnashtra, a little bit, so they do that, and because that, then the whole thing works. Hmm? That's the idea. Hmm? Gives fruits. If you want jnana, then you want to merge with Brahman, you have to have little bhakti, you have to be devoted. Hmm? People think that's what bhakti is, to be devoted to something. Hmm? That's at best some sattviki form of bhakti. Bhakti takes a form of satpagun hmm? and effectively makes the jnani's pursuit possible to attain sayuja. Hmm? We are interested in nirgun bhakti, hmm? beyond the modes of nature, uttam bhakti. That's another thing. So the people say, uh, you know, you say bhakti, and people think, yeah, I mean, devotion's good. Everybody's got a little love, you know. You got to have, got to give a little love or whatever. Uh, but this is this is this is this is this is different. Bhakti is infused. It comes. It's a surp shakti, a nirgun bhakti, hmm? and by that you can get. Obviously, you can attain something much more. So, anyway, bhakti is the whole, you know, what can you say? It's everywhere in some form. Uh, for anything to be, anyone to be successful, they have to be committed 
you know, people say they got in the zone in some sports thing or something like that. I guess they, you know, were very devoted to their <laughs> to their trade. Uh, so that's the general sense. So anyway, bhakti a little little off track there, but the whole thing is it's very inclusive. It's very very generous. How can it not be? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gaudiya Vaishnava, very very generous. So we have respect for everyone, all types of people, and all types of sadhus. And Prabhupada used to, Prabhupada's father used to invite any sadhu that that was in the vicinity, even if they they just called themselves a sadhu. Better to have that tendency in you than the opposite tendency to be suspicious of every sadhu. That's uh, that's dangerous. Hmm? If you're not suspicious, then well, and you and you invite the wrong one, well, you learn. <laughs> That. You learn from that. No harm. You're better. You're better suited now to make a, you know your, your decisions in the future. So better to have that tendency come within you. Mm-hmm. Very open, generous. And this is the standard of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It's it's not a characteristically um, insular. So yeah, that's what you're talking about. I agree with you. Anything else? Well, we've talked for a while, and uh, I do appreciate your interest, and hope to meet again. Tomorrow we have a program, right? Mm-hmm. What time is that? In the afternoon? Okay. Sri Chaitanya Chaitamrita Ki Jai, Sri Srirada Govinda Ki Jai, Gauri Vaishnava Guru Parampara Ki Jai, Gauri Bhakta Vinda Ki Jai, Gauri Premanandi.